Hello, you're listening to the Talk of Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo! Today's episode is our spring 2020 anime season preview. So it's time to look forward to the next season. I know you're still finishing your shows right now, but just take a break from that. Get out your pen and paper, get an idea of what's coming up, and plan ahead. Because this next season looks really terrifying. (laughs) You you've been hyping this season up for for quite some time, so I'm 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 waiting. You're gonna have to sell me on this. Thankfully, due to a certain company, I can at least count one off of my list of. Oh my gosh, there's too many shows to watch. Yes, this is we'll true. Get into that, but <laughs> yeah, it's uh. No, we looked at it at one of our discussionals. Uh, we were talking about. I don't know if it was our talking about the shows that were continuing on or something, but. One thing that kind of hit the whole nerve was like, okay, any show that's continuing on from winter into uh, spring, you kind of have to select because you're probably going to have a huge full schedule when it comes to next season. Just because, one, there's just a lot of returning shows that you know I'm super hyped on. I know a lot of people are super hyped on. But then you also have like all these other titles that have some really solid names behind them. But I think the original thing was just seeing all the shows that I've just been waiting for sequels from coming back and getting their, their moments. So we'll see. <sighs> I don't know how Build to handle this. Build it up. Don't know how I'm going to handle it. Can only pick five. And there's still some shows that I'm already seeing that will be probably the sleeper hits. So that's, that's always fun too. I think last season we had like, I just didn't really think I, I didn't really get a good idea of anything that wasn't really talked about being there. And being like a gem, it just didn't. Nothing screamed at me. This one, I can honestly say, there's a couple that I'm already seeing that might be some some really really solid shows. So, did you even write down the, the gem on there? Or you just wrote down your your picks. I think we. I was I was picking Smile Down the Runaway, but I don't remember. Yeah, we were pretty we were pretty big on that one. It's working out too. It's working out. Oh, I I just didn't want to <laughs> announce it yet. <laughs> So yeah, um, without further ado, again, we're from tacospirit.com. You can go there for all of our anime, new and old. Great community and form links top, social media links, right side, and all that good stuff. And for those that are joining us for the first time, typically through the seasons, we will go through and do a preview of the season coming up, do a music episode for it, do a first impressions, and then our final review for all the shows that we watched that season. We cover a lot of anime, so it's uh, usually typically a, a full schedule for us. And in between, of course, doing little... 101s and stuff like that, which is always fun, too. So, But yes, uh, as usual, we'll go through each of the shows. We start off with all the shows that are new, shows that are just starting off, uh, give you an idea of the synopsises, uh, the name, the synopsis, an English title if we have it. Of course, all of them are pending to change. If I give you an English title, not necessarily to mean that it's going to be the final title. <laughs> Sometimes they do change them. You typically all get the title from maybe the manga translation or something. You an idea of the studio that works on it and what they've done before. The genres, uh, what, what, what's the source material that's coming from? Any special people that are working on it that are maybe have done other titles that you might have enjoyed, and you might get an idea of okay, their writing might is really solid. I might like this new work. And then uh, surprisingly, a lot of the titles we already know who's going to be streaming them. It seemed like uh, everybody jumped the gun on this one. Yeah, it's, it's I, I, there's very few of the shows that we don't know who's going to actually stream them. So that's a that's a that's a positive. Seems like they're getting out there really quickly to get this stuff. And I think that was probably due to last season, which seen Funimation grab up pretty much mostly everything. <laughs> so 
uh, I guess Crunchyroll is like, oh, hey, <laughs> we need to get, get back in the game. They have a bunch of uh, originals they're touting about and a lot of the publishing they're helping with. And I think that's probably due to the fact that I'd imagine with uh, Sony now backing Funimation and you have Aniplex kind of dipping their, their hand in there as well, I'm certain that they're getting a lot of uh, support to grab a lot of those titles. So it's uh, the anime industry is getting quite interesting lately. So, but yeah, without further ado, let's jump into, like I said, we'll do new shows, uh, returning shows, like sequels. Uh, anything that is a short, we have one short this season, so, uh. and it's, and it's not really a, doesn't look like a very big production, so I don't know that it's going to be one of those ones that anybody's going to grab, but I put on the list anyway, just in case anybody was interested. Let me, let me double check if anything has changed. I don't think anything has changed since I did this last week. There's other shorts, but stuff that we don't really care about. We're looking for anime, and it has to look, it has to look specifically like anime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not banana people. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's jump into it. Our first one we have is Kami no To, or Tower of God. This one is the Tower of God centers around boy called 25th Bam, or Bomb, I don't know how they're going to say that, uh, who has spent most of his life trapped beneath a vast and mysterious tower with only his close friend, Rachel, to keep him company. When Rachel enters the tower, Bam manages to open the door into it as well and faces challengers at each floor of this tower and as he tries to find his way find his closest companion. This is going to be done by Studio Telecom Animation Film, who did Orange Chron- uh, Chain Chronicle, All Out, and Lupin specials and movies. Uh, the source is a manga, and the music's being done by Kevin Pinkin. For those that don't know who he is, he did uh, music for Maiden Abyss, Nor 9, and uh, the Rising of the Shield Hero, as well as Under the Dog. And the character designs is being done by Kudo Masas- Masashi, who did Bleach and Mayu. So, good stuff there. I was telling Christian, it kind of reminds me of like a a mixture of art style between like Children of Wales and From the New World. Very, very interesting color scheme, I guess. It's, it looks very flat. Yeah, it does. It, I actually like the the aesthetics. It, it's it's to me, it's it's very pretty. I uh, I just I don't I don't know that I necessarily. I don't like. I don't know. <laughs> it, it might be a bit sharp. I I don't know. It's I'm mixed. I'm very very mixed on it. It I don't know what it is that doesn't is is off for me that I don't much care for. But but I do. I think it looks good. It looks very flat to me, like I said, and I don't particularly like that. So I'm not sure if it's going to work for me. At least with like Children of Wales, it was very artistic, and with uh, the um, from the from the New World, it was very kind of uh, had a lot of depth to it. This one doesn't look very doesn't look deep. Like the I guess the dimension of it looks very flat. So I don't know that I'm going to like that, but we'll see we'll see how it turns out i mean nothing about the story is offending me so i, I might end up enjoying it just for the story but visual style it, it might have to grow on me we'll, we'll see about that one we'll see about that one again that's kami no to or tower of god yell at me if i don't say the title at the end again <laughs> since i at least the first one i'm already on the boat so i'm doing good already <laughs> Uh, next one we have is BNA or Brand New Beast. This one is in the 21st century. The existence of animal humans came to light after being hidden in the dark, uh, darkness of history. Uh, Michiru uh, lived 
life as a normal human until one day she suddenly turns into a Tanuki human. Uh, she runs away and takes refuge in a special city area called Anima City uh, that was set up 10 years ago when animal and humans, uh, for animal and humans to be able to live um, as themselves. There, Michiru meets Shiro, a wolf human who hates humans. Uh, through Shiro, Michiru starts to learn about the worries, lifestyles, and joys of the animal humans. As Michiru and Shiro try to learn why Michiru suddenly turned into an animal human, they unexpectedly get wrapped up in a large incident. Now, one of the biggest reasons why this is one of the biggest hype shows of the season, at least, just going through the list right now. What is it, Andrew? Let's get... Well, let me let me first mention, it's being done by Trigger. There you go. And what has me super hyped is, like, I don't necessarily ever get hyped for Trigger shows. <laughs> I do. Like, I have enjoyed <laughs> Trigger shows. One. Two. Two of them. I have enjoyed two of them. Uh, but typically, I don't really much care for Trigger shows. They just never really do it for me. Kill a Kill didn't really work for me that much. I did have some aspects of it that I didn't enjoy. But... This one, just by the trailer, I'm super hyped for it. I enjoyed Little Witch Academia, the original, Darling the Franks, I actually enjoyed. Um, but this one, from the gate, is grabbing me. It looks great. I love the seiyus that are working on it. They're already jumping out at me like, oh crap, I love the seiyu. Uh, it looks great. I like the concept of it. Um, it's got director Yu uh, Yoshinari, who did Little, Extra, uh, Little Witch Academia. Um, it's got the scriptwriter Nazuki Nakashima, who did Kill a Kill and Gordon Lagan, uh, was a creator for it. But the big stinker in the room, Netflix. So might as well put it in the preview for summer because <laughs> we're not going to get it anytime soon. So I'm glad I could hype it up for y'all and then turn y'all down just like I got. That was yeah. what I was going for. I didn't want to say it right off the bat. I want to get everybody excited. And then drop that on them so they can all drop be the big sad. old bomb or pirate it. I guess you're probably just gonna pirate it. <laughs> I, that that is one of those questions because the thing that always happens with the, the Netflix shows is that it ends up becoming a thing where everybody's like, it's just too much work. I'll just watch the shows that are going on right now and wait till Netflix releases it. And so you never really get much talk about it because you're not getting the weekly. Holy crap! This happened in the show or this happened in this episode. You just get the people that binge it and go, that was a great show. And so the question really rises is something like I was always waiting for that one creator that would push people. Like for me, I think of it a foodable show came out, especially like a fate show, a foodable doing a fate show, and it got Netflixed. That would probably one that would push me to just pirate it. Like, what is is this? Is Trigger going to be the one that will make people go, yeah, I'm going to watch this every week? Because typically Netflix shows, they just don't get watched. There's yeah. just too much hassle to go after it. Yeah, there is the groups of people that are going to go tr pirate it. But they're my circles that I usually listen to and talk to, most of them are like, it's too much work. I'll just wait until it releases. But yeah, it's very, very frustrating. So, Brand New Beasts. See you in summer. Or if you guys want to find other means of watching it, I guess you will. So, there you go. Moving on. We got, we got other exciting stuff, so don't worry. That's not the only thing. Don't worry. We have other things to go through. Uh, Glyphnir. This one is Shuichi Kagaya isn't human. He has an unnatural sense of smell and can transform into an incredibly powerful beast of sorts. 
He does all he can to avoid standing out and being discovered, but no good deed goes unpunished, and his decision to use his power to save a girl spells the end for his quiet life. This one's being done by Studio Pine Jam, who did Gamers and Just Because. A fairly, fairly small uh, list of shows for them. Uh, comedy, uh, drama, etchy, romance, sci-fi, and action is the genres. The source is a manga. And the director is Kazuhiro Yoneda, who did Yona the Dawn and Cool-Headed Hosoki. So, yeah, this one is... Uh, this is the one that was announced quite a while back, and I remember when it was announced, I went ahead and looked into the manga itself, and I thought it was really dark, so I'm not sure about those genre listings. Uh, it seemed very, very graphical when I looked into the manga, so it's one of those, maybe I looked the wrong one, but I'm pretty sure it was a chick riding inside of a suited dude, <laughs> because I guess if you guys don't see the uh, key art for this in the, in the trailer, it doesn't really spell it out in the synopsis. He's kind of like a big, huge bear monster suit and the girl can ride inside of the suit. And so it's, it's kind of that weird thing, but, uh, yeah, I just, I seem to remember like the girl was trying to get revenge for her sister or something like that. And it got graphical. So again, we'll see if it ends up being a comedy drama, etchy romance, sci-fi action show or a, uh, more drama sci-fi horror that I kind of got out of the manga. So yeah, it might just be horror at the very beginning and then gets stupid. Yeah. Later. True. It, it, it's one of those that caught, uh, I seem to remember us talking about this for quite a while and we've been going back and, and when we first heard about it, it was like, okay, this just sounds absolutely absurd. And there was quite a bit of, because it based on the on the um on the tags it sounds like it could be really really goofy and going off of the pv i'm not feeling that it's going to be all that goofy fun silly so we'll see it's it's i mean it's 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 a really odd concept it really is and if it was a little bit lighter i mean going off of the pv the, the tone is is absolutely dark um, if it, if it goes off of the other, I mean, it could be fun and goofy, but if it's going to be more tonally dark, I don't know. It's, it's, it doesn't feel like it should go that direction at all. I will agree with you. The fact that it might be one of those things where that starts off pretty grim and dark and then just goes into goofiness because I technically only read like the first scenario and it, and it could easily be an episode and it could be pretty much what's all in this PV. And that's maybe why it's so dark. Um, and maybe after that chapter, if I would have read on, I would have seen where it gets goofy. It is etchy. It does have that kind of aspect of it's not hiding at the stuff. It doesn't doesn't throw it in your face, but it's not hiding it. So, I mean, guys, you see right there, she kind of gets hot in the suit. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, Kleppner. We'll see if the we'll see how it turns out. We'll see if it is what Andrew remembers it being, or if it ends up becoming something different. But I'm intrigued by it, and that was the reason why I ended up going and checking out the manga was because when it was first announced, just because it looked, like you said, kind of weird and, and interesting, but I liked the art style that was on it, so I thought I'd check it out to see what it was about, so. We'll see. That's that's definitely one of those ones that can either be great or could be average, I would say. It, it, it may turn into an average show. I don't think it, it can possibly be a show that'll be one of those kind of uninteresting shows because it is so weird. 
Moving on, we have a Tome game no Hametsu Flag Shika Nai Aku Yaku Rejo ni Tensai Shite Shimata, or My Next Life as a Villainous. All routes lead to doom. Uh, this one is uh, Wealthy Harris Katarina Kreis is hit in the head with a rock and recovers the memories of her past self. It turns out that she, out the world that she lives in, is a world of a game fortune lover. An Atome game where, uh, an Atome game she was obsessed with in her past life. But she has been cast as a villainous character who tries to foil the protagonist's romances. The best ending the game has to offer uh, Katarina is exile, and the worst is death. She'll have to find a way to avoid triggering the flags of doom and make her own happy future. This one's being done by Studio Silverlight, or Silverlink, who did Kokoro Connect, Chevalier Fell Knight, and Nanabiori. These genres are comedy, romance, fantasy, slice of life, and the source is a light novel. And this will be streaming on Crunchyroll. Thoughts? I absolutely love this concept. You were writing I mean, something down. Yes, it I was wrote not it down. <laughs> it's it's one of those that I love the concept of seeing everything from the perspective of the quote unquote bad guy, if you want to call her that, and and to have an isekai based on the idea is just absolutely phenomenal. I love it. I want to see this. I I want to see how far they're going to push the um, the route system and and how if if she's just going to foresee the uh the route flags or if she's going to actually um have some kind of a system where she can back it up a little bit to yeah i was curious if it was going to be like one of those i see this is coming up it's and then a reset happens to prevent her from actually having the death um or if it's actually going to play out her actually going into exile or her going to the point where she might die and then resetting or if it will be one of those things where it just kind of casually playing and then she sees the flags and she panics and she re- and it plays out in her head. Oh, yeah, this is the one where this happens and then I end up dying or something like that. And then she goes, you know, avoid flag, which is how I kind of assume it was going to be. Maybe just one straight line and she avoids every single flag that pops up, even though it's probably not going to work out. <laughs> her her attempts to avoid, like, romancing somebody will make them like her more or something like that. I can totally see that. It looks... uh Definitely a, a really cool concept, and I think it could possibly turn out to be a really fantastic show if that if it if it's written right. I guess it's going to really <laughs> depend on it being written right. But the concept is perfect if it can if it can be done right. So definitely sounds like a goofy concept there. But yeah, my well, she looks life, like a cute, adorable character. So yeah, yeah. My next life as a villainess. All routes lead to doom. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, the next one is in one of my, man, two in a row right here. <laughs> so, spoiler for what's ahead. Uh, but yeah, here's here's another big one for me for this season. Uh, yesterday, well, Utate, or Sing Yesterday for Me. This one's a coming-of-age story, follows the, a university graduate, uh, university, university graduate named Rikuo, who has not been able to find a permanent employment after college, a mysterious woman named Haru, who has a pet crow, and Riku's former university classmate, Shinako. This one is being done by Studio Dogokobo, who is quite a uh, studio that we've enjoyed for several years now. Uh, Monthly Girls of Nozaki-kun, New Game, Tadaku Never Falls in Love, Wata Ten, Three Leaves, Three Colors, is these titles that they've worked on. And the genres are drama, romance, slice of life, 
And the source is a manga that is complete. It's a good sign. Always a good sign when we know the source material is completed. <laughs> uh, but yes, um, this is one of those ones where I've loved Dogokobo for a long time now. I think it was Three Leaves of Colors that I finally kind of, you know, acknowledged what that studio was. Uh, of course, Monthly Girl and Zaki-kun really enjoyed that. Todd Never Falls in Love was great as well. But they've always been kind of, besides kind of the... Maybe Tadaka Never Falls in Love was like the only one where they kind of branched out. But they've always been like this, this studio that does really fantastic, cute girls doing cute things. But more so than that, it's a studio that always surprises me because when they do very simple concepts, they are just fantastic animation. So you might see at the face value, it is just a Moe show or whatever. But then when you actually watch the show, you realize how animated the characters are. And it really does impress me, their ability to really do things that surprise me when they could have been very simple with the characters and how they move. But I think the aspect brings the character's life more than usual. So to finally, I, I guess, like I said, besides Tadaku Never Falls in Love, to finally have a st- this studio kind of branch out to something that looks like it's going to be very, very serious and very drama heavy, I'm really excited to see what they do. Topple that with the, or top that with the fact that one of the characters looks like a character from Erased. Um, the visual, the backgrounds, uh, the lighting effects that they're doing with the actual environments, it's just, it's got me already. So, curious to see what might be a, a positive, uh, you know, a more adult story might actually turn out to be. Yeah, this this looks absolutely phenomenal. I The the tone absolutely feels like it's going to be a solid drama through and through. I, it is absolutely screaming to me that of something that I really, really want to watch. Yep, yep, yep. So, yeah, um... That's Yesterday Wo Otate, or Sing Yesterday for Me. We'll see how that one turns out. I'm curious if that one will be... No, that's Numation. Numa-nimation. <laughs> Num-animation, I guess is the way to put it. Uh, the Numa-animation block. I'm curious to see if Numa-animation block ends up being something that we'll be watching out for going forward, like the Noitamina block. Yeah. So. Cool stuff, cool stuff, cool stuff. And then... Following that one right up, the next one that I'm super excited about, uh, that one is Kaku Shigoto. And this one is, the story is about Gato Kakushi, an artist who draws a somewhat vulgar manga and tries to hide it for the sake of his daughter, Hime, a father-daughter tale of love and laughter. Don't write it too fast. You just, do you need a spelling? Do you need the spelling? It's K-A-K-U-S-H-I-G-O-T-O. <laughs> uh, this one's being done by Studio Aijado, which is unfortunate. I was hoping that Shaft would be handling this one just because of their previous works, but we'll go with it. Uh, they did Ascendance of a Bookworm, which we did really enjoy. Genji Kin, How Not to Summon Demon Lore. So they do have some solid titles that we have enjoyed. That uh, actually does make sense. What I did see, and it, that was that was probably why it was throwing me off. Um, I did see things that kind of reminded me of um, Ascendance of the Bookworm, and it, mm. it's probably in the animation itself. Whereas, like we were saying, the other side, the the actual artwork, character art, that all looks like um, <sighs> Sayonara Setsuba Sensei. It yeah. absolutely looks like that, but. 
for some odd reason there was things and, and it, and it would make sense if it was in the animation, the way that the characters are moving, that would look like, um, uh, uh, a sentence, the bookworm. So, yeah. Uh, kind of already mentioned it, but, uh, the reason why it looks so much like Sarah says, but sensei is the creator for this particular manga was, uh, Kaji, uh, Kumita, who of course did Sarah sensei and, uh, Joshi Raku. So, that's another one that I seen on sale and I thought about picking up. Totally did not know it was the same creator. So I might have to end up picking up Josiraku, uh, which is a it's a Rakugo club, but it's not really Rakugo. It's it's an interesting looking show. So I have to definitely check that out. So uh, this one is picked up by Funimation, so it will be streaming on Funimation. But yeah, I am big huge fan of Zetsuba Sensei and this particular creator. So I'm definitely looking forward to seeing this. I know that uh, Shaft had worked on a special for the manga for this particular show. And that's why, like I said, I was really hoping that they would end up doing the full entire series. But I, I have hope. I will hold my hope for Ajido. They did a fantastic to- job with uh, Ascended of Bookworm. And um, surprisingly, uh, it did have some rough spots, but they did good on Summon, uh, not summon Demon Lord. I did enjoy uh, Genjikin style. So we'll, we'll hold our hope for them. <laughs> But yes, it looks absolutely adorable. I am absolutely uh, ecstatic that the main character is the same Seiyu that did uh, like Araragi, other characters that kind of has a similar style to him. So yeah, I it sounds like a great concept. So I'm hoping it'll be kind of up there with the things like uh, Bunny Drop, stuff like that. So we shall see, but I'm super excited. Kaku Shigoto, if you guys want to check that one out. Moving on. We go to one that I I I, I I'm I'm mixed. I like the idea. I love myself some PA works. So and I always enjoy their originals. So we'll see. But uh, Apare Ranman is our next one. This one is after a certain mishap, a brilliant but socially inept engineer Apare Sorano and the shrewd but cowardly samurai Kosame Ishiki. Uh, find themselves drifting on a boat from Japan to America. Broke, the two decide to compete in the Trans-America Wild Race to win the prize and and return to Japan. The two battle crazy rivals, outlaws, and great outdoors itself as they race through the Wild West from the starting uh, starting line in Los Angeles to the finish line in New York in a steam-powered car they built. Again, this one's being done by Studio PA Works, who did Angel Beats, Another, Shirobako, and Hanasaka Iroha. And the source is an original. So, It's an original? It is an original. It's, it, I, it seems like this is a remake of some sort. I, it's, I almost guarantee you I know this character. And the concept is something they've done before. So I We don't have know. been talking about the show for about at least eight months now. So you is don't it think that? that's what it is. Okay. Maybe that's it. <laughs> uh, but no, this is a, now to get the, the, the quick criticism aside is I'm, I'm not, I, I've never liked CGI in anime. And of course they're going to be using nothing but CGI for the race cars themselves. I do have a little bit of a snout nostalgia in me that wants to see these kind of crazy, you know, battle racing type shows that we used to watch all the time from back in the day with Hanna-Barbera and stuff. 
So I guess that little bit of me kind of gets out there. <laughs> but uh, I'm not a huge fan of the style in the show itself. But I do think that's going to be something that might end up growing on me. Uh, but I think the big, huge thing that has me kind of fighting through all that stuff is that it's PA Works and it's an original. And I usually, for the most part, always enjoy the originals from PA Works. There was some hang-up points for me, but for the most part, I always enjoy when they do originals. It seems like whenever PA Works does stuff that's source material, that's when we usually get the problems from them. But there's a studio that always usually delivers. Their CGI that they're using for this one looks pretty good. It, it does match in well with the environment so we'll see if they can not make me cringe too much with that but uh i don't know the character the character looks like she can be fun i i don't know i i'm 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 really mixed on i think it looks good um i it's 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 surprisingly um it it wants it, it makes me feel like i want to watch it and that's i think the point of a pv so it, take that for what it is. Apare Ranman. Check that one out. If you... Sounds interesting to you. Uh, if you sounds interesting to you. Not really. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Moving on. We have... Hachinan te sore wa nai de show. Or the eighth son. Are you kidding me? Uh, Ichinomi uh, Shingo. A 25-year-old man working at a firm company... While thinking of tomorrow's busy work day, goes to sleep. However, when he woke up, he found himself in a room unknown to him and realized that he is inside a six-year-old body. Taking over his body and mind, uh, he soon finds uh, he soon learns from the memories of the boy that he had uh, that the boy from the memories of the boy that the boy was born as the youngest child of a poor and old family living in the back country. It sounds like a sin of the bookworm. Are you trying to steal my concept of sin of the bookworm? You can't be a sin of the bookworm. <laughs> Joking. Having no administrative skill, uh, he can't do anything to manage the vast land his family has. Fortunately, he has a blessed, or he is blessed with a very rare talent, the talent of magic. Unfortunately, while his talent could bring prosperity to the family, uh, in the situation, it only brought disaster. This is the story of the boy, Wendelin von Benno Baumeister uh, opening his own path in a harsh world. Uh, this one's being done by Synergy SP and Shin E Animation. Uh, I don't know much from Synergy SP, but Shin E Animation did Teasing Master Takagi-san and Tanari no Sekikun. The genres are fantasy. And the source is a light novel, and this will be on Crunchyroll. So I have a feeling this this show is not going to be anything like Takagi-san or uh, Seki-kun. No, really, <laughs> really. I'm um, I'm mixed on this one. I don't really, I haven't really seen anything. I mean, yeah, it technically has a pretty decent kind of opening for the synopsis, but just based off the PV and everything, nothing really kind of screams out to me. Uh, I do like, the, I do typically like the isekais where, yeah, they may have something, but it doesn't make everything fixed. And that's what kind of makes you feel like with the synopsis. Like he does have something incredible, but it's not something he needs. Hopefully they play off that well enough and it doesn't turn into the typical wise man, grandchild kind of thing. But, um, we'll see. Seems like he's in a family that has some issues and hopefully he'll be doing stuff to kind of resolve it. 
and it turns out to be something interesting. Yeah, I'm curious. It like like Andrew was saying, nothing's really standing out to me either. Um, it just it sounds like maybe they're going to try something interesting, but yeah, it's 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 you're you're really kind of just scratching at the surface. You're you're desperately grasping for something. Please tell me that this is going to be your interesting thing, and we'll see. And typically with these types of shows, if you, it's based off a light novel and it's Hisekai, it really does scare me because typically with those ones, they don't really go very far into the story. But again, that's really kind of throwing an assumption out there. We don't know yet, so we will see. But that's the eighth sun. Are you kidding me? And again, it'll be posted on Crunchyroll once it starts airing. So look forward to that. Here's the one that I think, based off the little bit that I've looked into it, does sound like the most... Um, capable of being the sleeper hit of the season but uh let's get into that we have fugo keiji balance unlimited this one is based off yasu yasu taka's tsutsui's novel fugo keiji the story centers around a millionaire daisuke kambe the heir to one of the wealthiest family in japan who is assist uh, who is assigned as a detective to the modern crime prevention task force uh, at the Tokyo Metropolitan Police Department. Taking full advantage of the vast family wealth, he spares no expense when solving complex crimes, as he... I guess that's why he's riding through a bunch of cars in the trailer. <laughs> Things making sense now <laughs> from the trailer. Um, anyways, uh, taking full advantage of his vast family wealth, he spares no expense in solving complex crime and has... The tendency to evaluate everything, including individual human lives, in terms of their monetary value. Haru Kato, a detective with a compassionate heart who believes that money is in everything, is chosen as Kambe's partner, but is repulsed but or repulsed by the by his uh, materialistic attitude, having diametrically opposing personalities. Witness how the two join forces to tackle seemingly unsolvable crimes and mysteries. Whew, that's a long one. This is being done by Studio Cloverworks, which um, has pretty much been pre- getting pretty big here re- recently. Uh, did Slow Start, uh, jumped into Bunny Girl Senpai, did Promise Neverland, and here recently has pretty been knocking it out of the part with Fate Go. Uh, absolute demonic front Babylonia, <laughs> that title. <laughs> uh, these genres are mystery. The source, of course, again, is a novel. Uh, it already has slated for 11 episodes. The creator is Yasutaka Tsutsui, who did Paprika and The Girl Who Left Through Time. Director is Tomohiko Ito, who did Erased, Silver Spoon, and Sword Online Season 2. And the series composition and script is being done by Taku Kishimoto, who did Erased, 91 Days, Silver Spoon, Haiku, and Husagi Drop. So a lot of really solid people working on this one. A writer that has a good repertoire behind him, but... um, yeah, everything really does scream to me that this might possibly be. Even though, I will admit, <laughs> based off the PV, I'm not sucked in. I do like the, a lot of the art style and a lot of the shots that it has in it, but nothing in the PV is like, hey, come watch me. <laughs> so it might I, be, it does look like it'll probably be a slow burn. It, it, it screams Andrew. This is, this, this show is screaming Andrew show. I, it's, it looks really good. That is no doubt. I I love the aesthetics. I love the the um, kind of um, high life kind of feel that it has. It's it it has this 
it also has the kind of the detective side that is kind of in the background per se. So yeah, it, 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 it looks, looks really amazing. Yeah. Yep. Again, that's Fugo KG balance unlimited. I'll see that one turns out, but it doesn't definitely does have a, have all the makings to be a really solid show. So we'll see if it can possibly, I, I think the dynamic between the two of them is really going to make or break that. And I think that's really is the, what the synopsis is really trying to sell on it. So we shall see. Moving on, we have Arte. I'm guessing it's going to be pronounced Arte. Maybe just be art. But um, yeah, this one is Firenze, early 16th century. Uh, the, the birthplace of a Renaissance era where, all, where art is thriving in one small corner of the vast city. One sheltered girl's journey begins. She dreams of becoming an artist. An impossible career for a girl born in a noble family. In those days, art was an exclusively male profession with women facing strong discrimination. In spite of these challenges, art perseveres. Arte perseveres. I guess you would have to say Arte, otherwise you'd think you're talking about art. Uh, Arte perseveres with hard work and a positive attitude. Why would you name the dang girl Art if you're not going to let her do art? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, studio is uh, Seven Arcs, who did Dog Days, White Album, and Sekere. These genres are drama, romance, and the source is a manga. Unfortunately, I didn't really find anybody that was standout that is working on it specifically, so that is one of the kind of uh, worries that I do have for it. Other than that, I think it does have a really good um, kind of setting that it's putting itself into, can possibly do some really solid stuff. I don't think there's really anything with that kind of a I guess a setup that can't provide at least one solid good uh, climax with the character. I'm just kind of curious if all the stuff in between will be something interesting to watch. And that's always the big question mark for me. So we shall see. Yeah, I, this, this, I, I, I did write it down. I love the concept. I really want to see uh, how it does. I'm, I'm hoping that the drama is something that they can carry out without, uh, really kind of over doing it uh, honestly. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it. I, I hope I, I really want to see how it works out. Yep. That is art day art with an E moving on. We have Tamayomi Yuri baseball. The, that's not the title. It's just Tamayomi. Tamayomi. So yeah, this one in her junior high uh, years, the pitcher Yomi Takada Takada uh, was not able to uh, get very far in cross-school baseball tournament. Uh, since the catcher on her team wasn't at her level, she couldn't use her signature move, the magic throw, and eventually regretted not being able to use it. After junior high, she decided to stop playing baseball and went to Shin Koshigaya uh, High School, a school without a baseball club. There she found her long-lost childhood friend, Tamaki Yamazaki, who used to play catch ball with her when they were kids. Tamaki also played baseball during her junior high school years uh, as a catcher uh, and could could even catch Yomi's magic throw. Their promise with each other was during uh, during their childhood what could be now be fulfilled walking together on the road of baseball once again. And then come to find out they actually have a baseball field at that school, I'm guessing. <laughs> Otherwise, they wouldn't really have anywhere to work with. Uh, the studio is Studio A Cat. 
who did Frame Arm Girls and Chokuro Girls One Sixth, and the genres are sports, scythe, and slice of life, and the source is a manga. I think I mentioned this when we first did a discussion. That we mentioned that this got a, you know, a, an adaptation confirmed for it. That I am totally not sure this is going to work out because the studio. Now, studios work with what they get. If a studio gets a lot of money, they could possibly do much better effort than they normally could. Maybe they don't get much money, and that's why things like Frame Arm Girls and Chocodo Girls 1-6 is not really that high uh, quality. But PB's already shown a little bit of laxing in the animation and a little bit of character design wonkiness, so that usually throws a bit big red flag for me. I want this to work. It's pretty much battery that you know that show battery <laughs> but with cute girls instead so ho- hopefully it'll work better than battery did even though i wanted battery to work too it just didn't but um we'll see but uh i'm seeing a lot of red flags on this one that's the unfortunate thing but we'll we will watch it we will get a shot and we will see if it can pull it off yeah just yeah. just ambivalent yep 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 Again, Tamayomi, Yuri, baseball. Moving on, we have Hokago, Table, Nishi, or After School Embarkment Journal. And this one is Hina in an indoor-oriented. Hina is an indoor-oriented girl who likes crafts and moves to a seaside town to continue with her high school education. She moves. Just leaves her family behind. That's what happens in Japan. <laughs> she she meets underclass upperclassman uh, Kuro Iwa as she walks along an embarkment and joins the mysterious embarkment club. So that's what's happening in the PV where the she puts a octopus on her lap and things get really uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, Hina dislikes uh, sea creatures, but she fi- uh, fishes with her fellow club members and eats their catches. She gradually starts to appreciate the appeal of the ocean. Now, this one is the second Dogokobo of the season, so even though we do have a more drama and more adult-looking show, it looks like they will still have a fluffy, goofy, cute girls doing cute things show for the season, and that's a, uh, a huge plus for me. But, of course, the other big concern is they're doing two shows in one season, which I don't think we've seen yet. Uh, so hopefully they do have the resources to do both of them, and hopefully neither one sees any kind of downfall to do that. But we'll see. Uh, but again, Dogokobo did Monthly Girls in Zaki-kun, New Game, Tadakun Never Falls in Love, Wata 10, Three Leaves, Three Colors, and many other great shows. So yeah, your thoughts? Um, yes, I, I really do like the, sh- the, the, the appeal of this show. It looks really adorable. Um, love the concept of doing something different. This, this, this being fishing this time, I have a lot of hope for it. And like Andrew said, Dokokoba, uh, usually does really well with Moe shows. So only more hype. Yep. yep. I'm, I do. I think this recent one with, um, Asteroid and Love was probably the first one where I kind of lost me pretty quickly. I do want to go back and continue to watch that to see if it maybe picks up better later on. So I am looking for one that does already kind of grab me from the PV if it'll really 
uh, kind of respark that love for their cute girls doing cute things creation methods, I guess. <laughs> Very animated characters, uh, lovable characters doing something fun. So you will see after school embankment embankment. Sorry, did I say embankment last time? After school embankment journal. So yeah, cool stuff. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. Moving on, we have. Nami wo kitekure, which is wave. Listen to me. This one is the sh- uh, the stage is Sapporo, Hokkaido. One night, our heroine Minare Koda spills her heartbroken woes on a radio station worker. A radio station worker she meets while out drinking one night. The next day, she hears a recording of her pitiful grumbling. <laughs> Being played live over the air. Uh, Minare storms into the station in a rage, only to be duped by the station director into doing an impromptu talk show explaining her harsh dialogue. Uh, With just one recording, the many eccentric facets of Minare's life uh, begin to pull every which direction as she falls even deeper into the world of radio. This one's being done by Studio Sunrise, who do, of course, Kogeos, Cowboy uh, uh, Bebop, Love Live, Gintama, and millions of other shows. The genres are comedy, drama, romance, the source is a manga, and the creator is Hira, Hiroaki Samura, who did uh, Blade of the Immortal. So, interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> interesting creator for what this looks like. Uh, yeah, this one is one of those ones where I meant, like, if this could work so well or yeah. it could not. <laughs> And this, the trailer still has me thinking that like this could work so well if one, the protagonist the, what, is somebody you're just going to enjoy the, the, going through her crazy stories. <laughs> Cause it looks like she's just doing kind of like uh radio dramas or just kind of telling these weird stories that she has. And so again, it could work so well if she's a great character and she does really good, fantastic storytelling. Or it could be one of those ones where it's like, eh, this is not really doing it. One thing for sure, they picked the right voice for it. I'm not going to deny that in any way, shape, or form. She has this kind of um, rambly uh, nature to the way that she she talks, and this will be per- her voice will be perfect for that. Now, like Andrew said, this this show could be a massive hit or a massive uh, fail. It, it's it's going to go one way or the other very quickly. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. I'm, I want to, I'm going to put my hopes in it. <laughs> Sunrise. Don't let me down. Uh, but yeah, uh, wave. Listen to me. We'll see how that one turns out. Looks, looks like it could be a good keeper. Moving on. We have our first mobile game adaptation to go through. I think it's a mobile game. It is a video game, though. Uh, Shiro Neko Project Zero Chronicle. In a world, in a world, (laughs) consisting of numerous islands, uh, a young hero from the Astora Isle uh, encounters the adventurer Kyle and follows him on an expedition on this isle. They meet a mysterious girl named Idis and a talking white cat, and together... They make their way to the uh, to the Isles ruins where they find flying islands. Um, Kyle becomes consumed by darkness there, and the party revol- resolves to travel to the ends of the world on a flying island 
in order to find the seven great ruins, following Kyle's word before he disappeared. Got me, synopsis. <laughs> Very interesting. Studio project number nine uh, did uh, Neto Yame, uh, Ryo's work is never done, and uh, Chuyuyu. The genres are action, adventure, fantasy, and again, the source is a video game, so. Anything? What do you think? So they summon the hero to save the world, then he becomes a bad guy, and they're going to, on a quest to go and save him? He is consumed by the darkness, and before he disappears, he tells him to go to the seven great ruins. See, I so guess. So they need him to kill the bad guy, but the bad guy makes him into a bad guy, and so they're going to save him? I guess. Logic there. Logic. I mean, logic. Seriously. <laughs> Obviously, they can't beat the bad guy, the boss, it, be, without him. And so they need him Did they say to beat the, the bad guy. Well, they summoned him for something, right? They didn't summon I mean, him. I guess they could have summoned, summoned him for, like, tea and cakes or something. They went to the ruins. Cal becomes consumed by darkness. And the... Re- and the well, party resolves summon? to travel the end of the world. There was no summon in any of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. There you go. Video game adaptation. If you like that game, you're probably going to be psyched to watch it. But we'll see if it turns out to be anything that grabs us. I have very little hope for that one. But <laughs> it seems to be one in every season. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Well, there's a cat. There's the cat. There's the cat. Looks like two cats. Next one is Kitsusuki, Kitsusuki Tante Dokoro, or Woodpecker Detective's Office. This is an adaptation of K.E.'s uh, mystery novel. The story is set in 1909 during Japan's Meiji era and centers on the fictional versions of real-life poet uh, Takuboku Ishikawa and real-life linguist Kyosuki uh, Kin Daichi, who were accomplice, uh, acquaintances in real life. Uh, Takuboku runs a private detective agency to support his family. Both begin to investigate a case of supposed ghost appearances at the Asakusa uh, Jun, Junikai building, also known as Ryungai. Ryungai. Studio is leading films who did Akashic Records, Love and Lies, Arslan Senki, and Hanabato. These genres are mystery. The source is a novel. The series composition and scriptwriter is Taku Kishimoto, who did Erased, 91 Days, Silver Spoon, Haiku, and Usagi Drop. And this will be streaming on Crunchyroll. So. Thoughts? I am very, very mixed on this one because I really, really... Um think that it could really work for me but at the same time i'm very very hesitant on it um i don't know how to explain it the the artwork is working for me obviously um the concept should not work for me um it sounds like something that would probably work more for andrew um kind of the mystery aspect of it um but there's something in this that is kind of like should might be interested in seeing so i'd like i this is one that i definitely want to feel out and see if i do like it it's funny because some of the art style definitely gives me like a 91 days kind of vibe (laughs) some of the art style doesn't it's kind of all over the place it has a little bit of a 
Rakugo Shinju in there as well. I don't know. I this is one of those ones where it's not really jumping out at me um, at all. So, but it does like you kind of mentioned does have everything kind of in place to be something that will jump out to get me. The I think the only thing that kind of gives me a lot of hesitation is that listening to the PV itself, they do have that kind of boy band thing going in the background. You do have like a full cast of pretty much tons of really big uh, male seiyus in it. So is this one of those pretty boy shows that hires a bunch of really high named male voice actors and then ends up not really being anything that interesting? That's my big, huge hesitation on this one is, is it just a, not to say boy band show, but that kind of flavor? It, it typically never works for me. It never does work for me. So we'll see. We'll see if it if it if it is that or does have a lot to offer. But yes, Kitsutsuki Tentai Dokoro or Woodpecker Detective's Office. Yeah, yeah. Next one, listeners. This one is a it's an interesting one. <laughs> When it first jumped up, and it's, I think it still is kind of interesting. Uh, the Great Adolescent Symphony is set in a world where nothing called music exists. Humans are scared of mysterious life forms known as Mimi, uh, Mimi Naish, Nashi, or literally means no ears. Uh, and the only people who can stand up to the Minimashi are player or prayers, literally those who pray in offering who can plug in and pilot equipment combat mecha. Echo, a boy living in a, a scrap heap town of live liver Chester, witnessed the legendary prayer Jimmy in a great battle of, of fest, usually festival against the uh, Mimi Nashi a decade ago. Ever since then, he has held, he has held prayers in high esteem. One day, Echo is excavating an, in a scrap heap, as usual, when he comes across Mew, a girl who, who ha- with no memories and an empty audio input jacked at her waist. She also uh, is a player, a prayer, I keep on saying player, it's a prayer. She's all, she is also a prayer. Before long, the two embark on a journey to uncover her origins and Jimmy, the en- enigmatic, uh, pivotal figure of Fess. When Mew is plugged into an amp, something that will change the world is set in motion. Thus begins a journey of sound that will never be co- be forgotten. Oof, my gosh. <laughs> I'm forgetting synopsis. Uh, yeah, this looks weird. Uh, studio is Mappa. He did Terran Residence, Dororo, uh, Kakuriri, Rage of Bahamut. Plenty of shows that we love. Uh, the source is an original. There's no genres, but I'm guessing you can throw music and action in there. It looks like from the synops or the PV. Uh, Funimation is going to be streaming this one, and the director is Hiroaki Ando, who did Ajin. The series composition is Dai Sato, who did Eureka 7 and Wolf's Reign. So, yeah. I have no clue what the hell's going on in the PV, but at least the synopsis makes it make a lot more sense. <laughs> Uh, it definitely does have vibes of something like Eureka 7 with, like, a, I don't know, a guitar from Futakuri bit it over the head. <laughs> it's, like, it's what I'm getting from it, but uh, 
Yeah, I got Foodie Cootie in there, too, so. <laughs> I mean, besides the I would cringe-looking CGI mechas, everything else kind of screams like it'll be a really fascinating world to kind of dive into. So we'll see if that's something they can actually pull off a cool story in the midst of that and it doesn't get boring quick. I'm scared. I am absolutely terrified of the mecha th- aspect. I really am. The rest of it sounds fascinating, but the mecha thing, I, it just, it seems like a gimmick that is going to take away from the rest of the show, honestly. Um, so yeah, I, I think it'd be one of those things where they like book in every episode with like a five minute mecha fight. It, that's what I'm getting from the, the PV. That's just my take on it. I mean, it, the, the concept is not bad. It's the, the problem is, is that they're going to, it, it, it's one of those things that once they add that kind of weird gimmick in there for some stupid reason, they feel like they have to bank on it. And that will end up to me probably ruining it. But I haven't watched the show yet. So that, that can very much change once I actually do watch some of it. Yeah. 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 Um, so I don't know. Rockstar's amplifiers and wastes of girls turning into mechas, fighting bad monsters, and traveling the world. We'll see. Look <laughs> jacks into her head. Him and his chest. I just realized they each have a spot where they jack in. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, listeners, check that out. If I was going to say check that out if that sounds interesting to you, but you probably are confused as I am, so... <laughs> Just check it out if you're confused and want to know more. So yeah, Princess Connect Redive. This one is set in the lovely land of Astoria, where a gentle wind blows. Princess Connect Redive follows the adventures of Yuki, an amnesiac young man who's the male male protagonist of this mobile game that you gotcha characters. Uh, Kokoro, a small guide who looks after Yuki, who is the character always pops up on the screen and tells you what to do in the mobile game. Um... (laughs) Pekorin, a beautiful swordswoman who is constantly hungry, who's the main character. Probably the character first that gotcha. Is the first gotcha character. The first character <laughs> you get without doing the gotcha that could be really strong if you build them up. And you never do because you want the other characters. Uh, and Car- Car- Carol, a cat-eared magical girl with a somewhat cool personality. The These fateful four form a guild entit- uh, entitled... Uh, Bishoko Dundo, or Epicurean Hall, and and embark on delicious adventures together. Uh, delicious adventures. Interesting. Uh, this one is done by Studio Cygame Pictures, who has done Minaria Friends, Blade Runner, Blackout 2022, which is pretty much all they've done. And these hours are fantasy. The source is a video game. And the director is Takaomi Kanasaki, who did Kanasuba and Tokyo Ravens. The creator, of course, again, is the side games who did Rage of Bahamut and Grand Blue Fantasy. Yeah. I, I, I knew what this one was because they did a crossover or a, a collab with ReZero and had those characters in their game. Other than that, it's just it's a gotcha game that is made into an anime. So we'll see if it's got a solid story to go along with the gotcha game. The Neko Girl looks cute. No, a lot of them look cute. Well, except for Kirito's, but yeah. <laughs> his his name is Yuki. 
Oh. An amnesiac young man. It's Kirito. He just lost his memory. So he's yeah. got a whole nother harem to build. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And he's got the crazy magic girl from uh, How Not to Summon Demon Lord. <laughs> she looks a little older, though. All right, uh, again, it's Princess Connect Redive. Moving on, we have Bungo to Alchemist Shinpan no Haguruma. This one is synopsis. You are in a world where you can meet famous Japanese historical writers with a party composed of other writers. You delve into tainted books to purify them, unlock secrets, and gain new allies. That was literally a video game intro. That was the gacha system. <laughs> Studios OLM, who did the original Berserk 97 version and Pokemon. It was DMM Games, so I guarantee you it's a gacha system. I play DMM, DMM games. games. Yeah. <laughs> the genres are action, adventure, fantasy. Don't again, ask me which game. <laughs> the series composition is Jun <laughs> Kumagai, who did Shogun Roku, Raku Senju, and Persona 4. I'm sorry, Jun. You should be doing something else. But yeah. That's all we got. <laughs> Not much on that one. So there you go. Uh, or did you get anything else out of that besides stills and DMM? Yeah, I see uh, character arts. That's all. There you go. There you go. Cool, handsome guys. Collect them all. Sasho, battle no jikan desu or present. It's time for battle. This is the anime adaptation of the smartphone strategy game. The Isekai strategy role-playing game is set in a world where dimension gate, dimensional gates suddenly appear in the skies, opening portals to countless dungeons. The story imagines if the player is a company president who employs adventurers to take on dungeons filled with monsters for the treasure that lie within. Uh, the player recruits and, and, or trains fighters, mages, knights, hunters, rogues, and other classes of employees, and the dis- and then dispatches the, the employees into battle. Stu is C2C, the uh, who did a Toribochi and Har- Harukana receive. These genres are fantasy and the source of the video game. This is one of those few ones where it just screams nothing but video game, gotcha game, but it has a premise that can be really funny. So, yes, probably is not going to be that great because typically gotcha games as animes don't turn out well, but with a funny concept and a solid writer, this could be a funny comedy. We'll see. Thoughts? The concept is great. I want to play this game. <laughs> yeah. All right. That is Sacho Battle no Jikandesu or President It's Time for Battle. Check that out if that sounds interesting. And finally, for the last one of our new shows, besides the short, that I believe is a short. I don't think it's, it's confirmed as short. But yeah, uh, Miyuku Dreamy or M-E-W-K-L-E Dreamy. Mew-Cool Dreamy. (laughs) The story begins when a middle school girl named Yume sees something fall from the sky and meets a pale violet-colored kitten named Mew. It turns out that Mew has the power of Yume Saishiro or Dream Saishiro. The power to enter dreams. In the dream world, the girl and Mew collect dreamstones. 
This is being done by Studio J.C. Stafft, who did Toradora, Danmachi, Golden Time, and Hineko. The, adventure, uh, the genres are adventure and fantasy, and the source is a character franchise by Sanrio, who, of course, does Hello Kitty. So, lots of cute little cat characters and stuff. So, if you are into Hello Kitty and you like that cutesy style, definitely check it out. It's kind of an interesting thing for J.C. Staff to do. I don't really... I don't want to poo-poo it because J.C. Staff is not not a not a studio that I usually typically dismiss. So, we'll see. We'll see if it even gets streamed over here typically stuff like this doesn't really typically get Sanrio is kind of hit and miss over here so yeah so you'd think that they would be like all over it or unless there's like limitations that they can't but um yeah there you go that is Mukudrimi have anything on that one not really Ah, I mean I I do kind of appreciate the cutesiness but it's like like I said it's kind of hit and miss yeah, yeah, yeah. And the last one that's t- technically new, but I believe it's going to be a short, so we'll just say pending short. It might be short, might not be short. Is uh, Gal to Kyoryu, or Gal and Dinosaur. Uh, this one synopsis a Gauru named Kaede picked, picks up a dinosaur and begins living with it in her room. The dinosaur eats human food, watches TV, and enjo- and even enjoys being fashionable. And all I have is genres, which is comedy and slice of life. I don't have studio or source or anything. So it's, I think Miami list listed as being a short. Any chart doesn't list it as a short. So we'll see. It looks very weird. Very, very fit for being a short, but art styles are all over the place. It goes from like being very flat. Claymation. Claymation. Yes. Uh, so they're they're doing some crazy stuff with that one, so we'll see. I don't know. It's got a cute concept. I'll be honest, very cute concept. But I don't know about the production values, and I don't, and I don't know if they're trying to go for that or if it's one of those kind of things where they make like a bunch of different people do different art styles and just cram them all together to have fun. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see if anybody actually even picks it up. Because sometimes Crunchyroll picks up weird stuff like this, so we'll, we'll see. But I, I kind of would like to watch it. It does look cute. Again, that's Garu to Kyoryo, or Gal and Dinosaur. All right. Now, probably the big reason why this next season is going to be incredibly terrifying, and that is the returning shows. We kick things off with a bang. We have ReZero, Kara, Hajimeru, Isekai, Saikatsu 2, or ReZero, Starting Life in Another World, Season 2. Uh, this one is, you know, by, again, by White Fox. I don't really, I'm not going to really go through all the different aspects of it because we all know what this stuff is doing done by. But yes, um, I cannot wait. I, and it's funny because it's like, why should I be excited for this show? why literally everybody that i love in this show is dead in the pv for it because that's how it works with this show um it's it's gonna hurt me again i I, i'm loving the fact that i have my characters come back but again it's like one of those things where yeah and then we'll flip the coin every episode to see if they're gonna get brutally murdered this episode or not and then uh hopefully and hope that a reset happens even biako's in there didn't see her the first time but yeah, excited, 
Yes and no. <laughs> you like me? Were you like, why do I want to watch this? It's just going to torture me? Well, you know who that is, right? Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Yeah, it'll be interesting to finally confront that aspect. That thing that's been kind of... In the background? In the background, yeah. So yeah, season two. ReZero is coming back. Everybody excited. And everybody that hates the excitement, throw flames, I guess. Second one, another big one. Kaguya-sama wa koko, kakura setai. Tensai tachi no renai zon no sin. Or Kaguya-sama love is war season two. Your comments, Chris. It's not started yet? No, this is next season. Uh, it's spring 2020. Oh yeah, that's happening, huh? It's next next <laughs> month. It, uh, no, no, I'm, I'm shutting down my brain so that I can just you know, it'll when I when my sh- brain comes back on, it'll be time. I do see one possibly new character. I don't recognize this girl over here. Do you recognize girl over here with brown hair? Are they going to bring a new character? I seem to remember there was a girl that they kept giving advice to. And I, I thought that I, was her. That's what I was thinking at first, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't recognize the glasses girl. Yeah. So possibly some new, some new blood thrown in there, but honestly, we're all just wanting Chica back. Let's be honest. Yeah. Awesome show. It was one of our favorites. Of, I think it was probably even our, our favorite of the year itself when it was last year. Maybe it'd been the third if at lowest, but yeah, super awesome show. Totally looking forward to more. And it is one of those things where with the first season, I literally every episode was like, are they going to finally run out of material? (laughs) Are they going to finally run out of ways of really kind of making me laugh out loud? And they never did. So hopefully continues in the second season. They don't run out of ways of making me laugh. Um, Yeah, probably the one that's going to make me either. I am super stupid excited for this one. But also extremely terrified of this one. <laughs> and that's uh, Yahari Ore no Sishun Love Comedy wa Machigatteru Kan or My Teen Romantic Comedy Snafu Season 3. Yes, it's finally coming back and this one is already being marked as being the last. It will conclude the story. The light novel technically released its final volume and so we will get a conclusion of it. So... I don't know. It's probably going to break my heart at the same time because we've already ended the last season with pretty much a, hey, you have to make a decision between us two kind of moment. So mm, I know I'm not going to, it's not going to go the way I want it, but I, I still am super excited to see it come back. So by the end of the season, I'll either be throwing stuff across the room or being going, it, it could, I already perceived. It could possibly be one of those. I cut eh, myself off okay. of this one a long time ago, so it doesn't matter <laughs> who he chooses. I won't be hurt. I'm just gonna be like, it could either be a I'm super angry or a okay, I'll live with that. Or it could be the probably not gonna happen, which is <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Three different ways it can go. Already slated for being twelve episodes. Uh, cannot wait. And at the same time, I'm, I'm terrified. Uh, next one, Sword Art Online, Alicization War of Underworld Part 2, the last part of the Alicization arc. 
so we'll probably won't be seeing any more Sword Art Online for quite a while because I think they just started doing the next arc as a light novel. So, but yeah, excited to see the conclusion. Finally got our girls coming back. Hopefully, yeah. I'm, I am kind of excited to, wanna to see it. Want to laugh at more laughing coffin moments and derpy <laughs> faces and psychotic dudes that want to see people die because it interests them. Yeah, I'm, I'm and excited. And Kito finally picking a sword up. Nah, he's useless. He finally woke up in the PV. So nah, he's useless. Spoiler. He's useless. <laughs> he's useless. Uh, Slater for 11 He episodes. needs all those girls to save his butt. You know he's going to save them all in the end. <laughs> they gave us way too much time without him. They'll finally have him get his super duper moment. But yeah. Cool to see the conclusion on that one. And then uh, everybody can be happy that uh, our ex-girlfriend will go away for a little while. <laughs> Fruits Basket Season 2 is coming. Now this is another one that I'm pretty excited for just because this is... I, technically there was some stuff happening in the first season that like I don't really recognize happening in the original adaptation. But I think this is where we're going to finally start seeing stuff that we have just not seen yet. And so I'm kind of... Sp- Super excited for this one as well. Yeah. Yeah. And for those that still love uh, Food Wars, they're going on the fifth season. So, Soma uh, Shokogeki no Shoma Go no Sara. Cool stuff there. Uh, let's see here. And, yes. Honzuki no Gekokujo Gekokujo uh, shisho ni naru tame ni wa sudan wo irandere ratmatsin two or sentence of a bookworm part two. Right, just just close it, close up shop. This there is the only go. one that matters. That's it. Thanks everybody for listening. You'll have a great day. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, we pretty much was one of our anime of the year's titles last year and. Was so happy to see that it was getting a second season because we were kind of thinking, oh, it's going to be one of those ones where we're not going to get a conclusion that we're going to be happy with. And they're like, oh, second season's coming. And we're like, yay, you're still doing it. <laughs> but yeah, way too excited. Oh, I, I, my, my ex, my finishing it up wasn't enough for you. Yes, I'm excited. I will murder to watch this show. Okay. I love it. Okay, chill. Okay, chill. okay. Oh, okay. I, 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 I thought that you needed more explanation of how much excitement I had. So I was, you know. It'll still be on Crunchyroll. They're slating it for 12 episodes. Now, I'm, I'm kind of curious to see how they handle Because we... They had kind of this underlying aspect of the commoners and the nobles, but we never really seen it clash until the later parts of the first season. And it was kind of a wake-up call um, for the viewer, kind of going, whoa, okay, yeah, this is – they are kind of like trash. And It's not all sunshines and rainbows. Yeah, and so now you have her obviously toting a interesting uh, clothing in the PV and the, and the key art. So we'll see how that ends up working with the other – people of her commonality so to speak i'm curious if the drama is going to start getting ramped up pretty heavy but we'll we'll see she has a cute smile that should be protected and hopefully everybody will see that cute smile and then realize that she's precious and should not be hurt so yeah uh next is no guns life second core or i guess you can call it the second season is going to be hitting in this season as well um i will hopefully get back to finishing the first core because I kind of just dropped it when I heard they were doing a split core on it because I never I never like split cores. So we'll see. We'll see how that one turns out. But I'm I'm happy to see that one come back. 
Another big happy one to come back is Sugu Momo. It's called Sugu Sugu Momo. This is the second season of Sugu Momo, and um, more etchy, goofy fun. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thought about it for a second. Yes. Sir. Trying to remember which one. Yes. Yeah. That one's the the one where he has the the cloth that has been become a spirit from his mother. I believe it was from, and they stop different spirits and. Lots of etchy goofiness happens and ensues. Uh, Josh and Sean, dropkick, dropkick on my double dash is coming this next season for those that are fans of Josh and Chan, which we're both. Yeah, we are. Yeah. It took a well, while. It not, took a not while necessarily Josh and Chan, but yeah, somebody else. There's a show. There's a show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Medusa Girl was probably. No, I liked the, the, the Minotaur Girl. She was a lot of fun, too. I, yeah. liked, I liked the main character, but. Not yeah, Josh yeah. and Chen. The Gothel lead. Don't like Dust No. Yeah. He doesn't like Dust No. But yeah, well, I those, like all of them. Except for Josh and Chen. We always kind of mention if you're like a fan of like the old school animes of like very hyper violent comedies like, you know, Dokoro Chen. It's probably one you should check out. The first season, I think, was only on Amazon. I'm curious if this one will be Amazon as well or if somebody else will pick it up. But, and hopefully somebody does pick it up that has me worrying because amazon's kind of slacking back on what they license anymore but um hopefully hopefully it doesn't get lost in nobody licensing it we'll we'll see but yeah looking forward to it coming back uh fans of digimon digimon adventure this is the new kind of re-adaptation from the beginning of digimon adventures so if you are a fan of Digimon, you probably already know about this one, and you might want to check out to see how they readapt it. I'm not sure who might be picking it up, if anybody does, or if it's one of those ones that will go straight to television, but curious, curious about that one. Idolish 7 is coming back, so apparently Troika found success in their boy idol group anime that they did, which is kind of odd, because Troika usually does, like... You know, I'll know a zero and stuff like that. And so this is a really odd one for them to just branch out out of nowhere for a male idol show. But apparently it's doing good. So Idolish 7 will be coming back. It's called Second Beat. So for fans of that one, check that out. It's going to be running for 15 episodes. Kingdom is coming back. Kingdom is going to be having its third season. I know a lot of people are super excited about that one. I've never looked into it. Please don't hit me with hate comments. (laughs) But... Uh, it has my curiosity since, like I said, a lot of people have been pretty hyped about it coming back. So, heard anything on that one? No, I just that I probably should look into it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, looks like Sakura Wars is coming back. We have Shin Sakura Sensei the animation. And this is another one's ones where I kind of I'm curious if I should go back and rewatch all of Sakura Wars to watch this one. I don't think this is the one that's based off of the game, but I think it is. I'm curious. I'm curious how the new adaptation will work out. Hopefully, they did a good job on the animation on it. Sans again is going to be doing it. So, those are is that fans. a remake or no? It's a sequel. Sequel. Let's see here. Major second second season <laughs> is coming, and uh, so those are fans of Major. Definitely check that one out. Uh, and Argon Novice, the from Bang Dream. Is coming out. So the male boy team band version of the Bang Dream franchise is coming out. So fans of that one, check that one out. And that's it. And we have continuing shows that are continuing from the winter 2020 season is Plunderer, which is going to be going for 24 episodes. 
and Taru Kakugoku, or Kagaku no Railgun T, or Scientific Railgun T, is running for 25 episodes. So, Did you write your stuff down? Nope. Mm-hmm. I had to read everything. And finally, we have, I think, some notable movies and OVAs, I believe. So we have... Uh, somebody said that the the Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0 is coming out, but I doubt that. But we'll we'll see. Uh, they got the new Violet Evergarden movies coming out as well. Of course, the third and final hate, uh, Fate Stay Night Heaven's Feel movie is coming out. Princess Principal? An OVA, I'm guessing? Oh, film. A six-part film depicting a story after the television series has been announced. Huh. Curious. Curious. Given's getting a movie, so fans of Given, check that one out. Sequel to Psychopaths 3? I think that's all the recognizable ones. More Seven Seeds. Seven uh, Seven Seeds second season, I believe, is going to be on Netflix. That's, uh... That's it. So what did you pick, Chris, while Andrew scrambles to finish his list quickly? Since you want me to give the pin? Can I have the pin? Can I have the pin? Why do you have BNA on your list? Don't even put BNA on there. You think so? You're not going to get to watch it. I know, right? But it is in my... It is in this... It is theoretically this season. And it's technically um, one of the ones that I'm excited about. So if I drop that one, which I was actually thinking about, I was I was debating between art and after school embankment journal. Um, those two are I'm 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 still kind of mixed on which ones which one I'm more excited about. They're more on my my lower tier of the ones I'm excited about. Um, for sure, I'm excited about BNA though. Villainous, I'm absolutely I I love the concept. Um, seeing yesterday is absolutely beautiful and I cannot wait to see what uh if that is a, a solid drama as well. Kakushigoto is the the one uh that we were talking about with the shaft artwork. I'm absolutely loving the concept. Um the artwork looks great. Um and I just can't wait to see what they they end up doing with that. It seems like it could be a solid comedy uh comedy comedy and drama at the same time. So, yeah, I, I really, really am excited about that one. Like I said, the the two that I'm a little bit mixed on is Art and After School Embankment Journal. The only real reason is both of those are kind of on the cusp. Um, art, I like the idea of it as a drama uh, piece. Um, unfortunately, like like we were kind of there's, – there's this hesitation of – overdoing that drama not necessarily that that drama can't be a great point i really do have high hopes for it unfortunately one of the one of the downsides to that is that it can be uh become a little bit too heavy-handed on that and kind of ruin the point of what they're trying to do so i'm hoping that that one works out and depending on which one i go uh which one, which direction it goes after school embankment could also be the one that, uh, I would be more, more excited about. Yeah. Of course, uh, BNA. No, <laughs> I, I'm excited for BNA, but I, like, yeah, I technically can't put it in the list because it's not going to be here this season. Uh, who knows? Pie in the sky. It might be the, finally the moment that Netflix goes, you can watch and it. It's not going to happen. 
Mm-hmm. Not going to happen. Um, I have Sing yesterday for me. Um, I think that one's going to be a uh, probably the the big show for me. This like I think of all the new shows, I think that's the one that I'm like st- probably the most stupid excited about, just because Dokobo, uh, a solid looks like a very solid, more mature drama show. Something we don't really get much of, so that's that's exciting. Of course, Kakushigoto. That one is probably like pretty much neck and neck with seeing yesterday for me just a show that has been i guess we've been pretty uh, interested in ever since they first announced that they were doing that small ova for the manga it just everything about it screamed like usagi drop it, it screamed just really cute looking uh, a lot of fun possibilities there so that's definitely up there uh balance unlimited like i said for the reasons of it just looks like there's way too many people behind this that there, it, it can't be ignored. It has a solid writer that's behind it, a solid director, a solid series composition and script writer behind it. Uh, it just it just screams that this is going to be something that could that has all the proper things and set for it. And if and if it falls apart, the only reason I can see it falling apart is that the story wasn't as great as it was supposed to be. Um, but yeah, looking looking forward to that one. And. Um, Oh, Wave, listen to me. I'm like, Wave, 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 dish. <laughs> wave, listen to me. And that again, I'm totally putting out, I'm putting that on my list purely on the idea that it hopefully does the, it turns out to be something incredible because like I said, it could totally turn to something that is total crap at the same time. So I'm putting on the list on the, my half that says this could be incredible. Um, totally depends on how well they put that show together because it has everything written in it that could be a total fun show to watch. And then, I, I kind of debated on my last one. I mean, I'm throwing things around like uh, the Atome Game Girl. That looks like a totally perfect concept for a show. Art, throwing that around, you know, it could be a great show. But like you kind of mentioned, is it just going to turn into this whole thing? Or no, you can't do this. 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 But I'm not going to give up. It It's like it's got this concept given to it. That could be a great first episode, <laughs> but how do you make that into a full-on show? Yep. It's got to have a great cast. It's got to have a lot of great things that it's exploring on the sides. It's kind of it gives me the same vibes as something like a sin of a bookworm, where it's like this girl she's thrown in this body and she wants to do this one thing, but her body doesn't allow her to do it, and that was the big thing that she's pushing back, uh, pushing back against. Now. The reason why a Cinema Bookworm works is because it's got a great cast of characters and it does different things with that concept. And if art can do that, granted, I don't think art's going to be at all fantastical or any, any magical effects right. in there, but it's got to do that similar thing. It's got to find those different concepts to kind of explore. And I was throwing around After School Embankment uh, Journal as well. Uh, it's another Dogokobo. Looks like it's going to be absolutely adorable. Even threw around the idea of a listening just because or listener listeners just because it looks like a, a vomit of fully coolie and and um crazy stuff. So Yeah, that I, is I definitely up, not on my list. I end up going with Glitner. <laughs> I end up with Glitner just because Glitner is the another concept one. of it was enough that drew me to look at the manga and nothing about the manga said that I'm not gonna enjoy this. But like we kind of mentioned with our talk about it when we originally discussed about it, it's I technically only checked out that first volume. And there's always the fear of once you get past that first volume, 
you had this cool idea. It was enough to sell the first volume, but can you keep it going? And I don't know that yet. I do know that there's a good fandom behind it, so obviously it does do something right. So I, I'm going with that with my fifth, so... Yeah, like I said, it was something that that had caught my interest at one point. I mean, the only real thing that uh, is turning me off is its uh, tone. But it could very much be different when we actually watch it. Yeah, for those that are new to this previews, we typically don't add the returning shows because those end up taking up the entire list. <laughs> so we usually go for for the, the new shows only. But, I mean, if I were to make a new shows list, it's going to be Romantic Comedy Snafu, Ascended of Bookworms... Um, Re-Zero, Kaguya-sama, Love is War, and then Sing Yesterday for Me. <laughs> That's my list. See, it just kind of bumps everything else out. So, yeah. Let's see. Fandom's going to love BNA. I have a feeling of that. Um, yeah, trigger. Yeah. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess that art is the one that is the the one that's been picked. Um, picked. Those shows are going to pick it. Oh. <laughs> the people with better taste than us. I the guess. ones that have better taste than us. Because our, our taste sucks. I'm, I'm, not jo- right. I'm not joking about that in every way. It's our taste. Um, <laughs> we I like don't shows know. like I... Sugumomo. <laughs> Get it yet? <laughs> You're getting it yet? We like Sugumomo. And we're going to love Sugumomo too. <laughs> Trust us, we have great taste. We have good we taste. We watch Sword Art Online still. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, I don't know. I I'm I'm the sleeper hit is is Gallon Dinosaur. Come on, come on, be honest. Just is what? Gal Gallon Dinosaur. That's gonna be the uh, sleeper yeah. hit. <laughs> Can't I don't know. see that one see, coming at all. Again, usually, usually what we do, you're, you're getting gems, right? Yeah, that, okay. that's that's the one that I'm 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 trying to figure out. Because we're putting the we're putting the pretext here so people know what we're talking about when we talk about what we're trying to figure out. What is the gem of the season? What show is going to blow up? I think we called this end of a bookworm, and I'm glad that turned out great. Um, I can't remember much of the other ones that we've called out, but we've we've called out several of them. Sometimes we're we're wrong, which is fine. We're wrong a lot. Um, <laughs> it's just a you, fun thing. Eventually, you'll get it right, right? But it's the concept is we personally and Chris could totally have a different viewpoint. We've had that before, where Chris is like, "This is going to be the slipper hit," and I'm like, "Chris, people are talking that show to death." And he's like, "Oh, I didn't know that." <laughs> so it's our personal what we've seen people have discussed things, and we see if there is a fandom already that will already support this enough that even if it is successful, it didn't surprise anybody. Um, and it can't really have. Yeah, that's basically the only premise is that we don't see if there's a gossip about it before it comes out but we feel it has the potential of being something big. It might not be successful, but because like us in a bookworm, I mean, it wasn't even on the, the uh, anime awards, but we were championing the hell out of it. I even put it in my votes to get it up there, but it didn't, didn't work out. So what do you think? I'm BNA is not going to be the sleeper hit. I know. That's <laughs> why, I, that's why I was saying the fandom's going to love that. Trigger one. is not going to get around the radar on people. The like, fandom. I, like, if, if we have like halfway through the season, suddenly people are like, holy crap. Have you heard about BNA? <laughs> Who's making it? Trigger. What? <laughs> I didn't know trigger was making a show this season. 
Uh, but uh, I think, yeah, I that's think, what yeah. I was saying. Is the the fandom is going to get behind B and A? So that's a that's an easy, and that's why I was saying art is going to be one that that the big names are going to uh, pick as their their choice. Whether or not it makes it, I don't know. That's just going to be the one that they're going to champion. Um, I'm I guess I'm leaning towards seeing yesterday, but it, that's too big of a na- uh, too big of a. It 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 has too much presence. So I'm going to go. My oh, ultimate decision is going to be. Have you bonus. seen people talking about that one? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that if 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 there's a presence, it's going to be on that one. That one's oh. going to catch attention very quickly. But villainous, I can see as being one that's not going to pick up a lot of attention at the beginning. So that one has the most potential as being the sleeper hit. I I don't know that it's going to be strong enough to be a sleeper hit. But that one's going to be the one that has the most potential. See here, this is where when we when we discuss the gyms, unless unless we start going into the I, if I take yours into consideration, or um, I think Woodpecker has the po- possibility as well. Um, but I'm I'm not comfortable with that one enough. Uh, I I don't see any any greatness in the way that that was presented to me to say yes, this is going to be the one. What's Woodpecker have to do with me? I I I was going. I I thought that you had it down your list. No, because that your weird balance of limit is different. One. <laughs> huh? Or are you talking about waveless? Wave. Yeah, I see. Yeah, what. for some reason I put a D. <laughs> Let's stop looking at the D. This is an L. Yeah, and this is this is the struggle because we talk about a lot of these shows long before they actually get adapted because we're seeing them when they get announced that they're going to be adapted and we start looking into it to see what it's about so we can talk about it in the discussional. So certain things like Kakushigoto uh, screams to me that it has a possibility of being like the show that's going to take over the season in the background and the fandom is going to eat it alive even though nobody else is going to talk about it. But it it's always that big question of the reason why we're stupid excited about it is because of the creator. Will the big, will the you know, the more louder groups of, you know, uh, you know, media that will talk about this, will they see that? Or is it only us seeing it and thinking that this is probably like just gold that's just coming out of the, it's, there's, there's nothing that's going to shock us if this comes out and it's a great show. So that does, that does make me struggle with calling it a gem because it already has kind of this sense of, well, that's a given. I like to usually shoot for a show that I don't really see it coming Yes, seeing yesterday to me, I think it's going to be fantastic out the gate. Um, I think the only one that we don't know enough enough about, but I don't think that people are talking about, is probably going to be that Balance Unlimited, just because that one I haven't seen anything on it, haven't seen anybody talk about it, but just researching into it, it begs that this is going to be something big. So I don't know. You have a, you have a really good shot with that one. But again, it's also one of those ones where usually those shows don't end up being. But I guess I'm saying that. But Oni Hay was great for us. Sin of Bookworm was great for us. Show Again Roku was great for us, and not many other people talked about them. So it's not like I'm choosing a show that ends up being a hugely popular show. It's just shows that end up being a gem. And we see it and we watch it and we go, this was fantastic. And it, so. the, the funny thing is, is that there's also the aspect, like uh, you mentioned Kakushigoto. Uh, 
there is the aspect of it could get written off really quickly. And, and those are the things that, that I also like to take into consideration is when people hear his voice, they're going to go, why am I not, why am I not watching the show? But at the the same time, they, they, they may go, Oh, that, that's just going to be another one of those stupid lollicon shows and then move on, you know? But Mm -hmm. if you've, if you followed the, if you want to call them lollicon shows, you, you've got bunny drop, which everybody who actually follows that show walks away loving it they may not like the manga like andrew (laughs) but um they always end up walking away going this is a phenomenal show and and so you you have that 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 mark off really quickly of oh well this is that and so or like the isekais when when we we talk about the the isekais well most people will automatically see isekai and they'll go forget it so you that that I like to take into consideration as well. Kaku Shigoto, I think that one is just I don't see that failing. I, I honestly don't. I think having a manga that was so I guess good enough that they were able to say Shaft make a an OVA for our manga tells me this was a success. So I don't I think it's just too cheap to choose that one. I think I'm just going to go with Balance Unlimited. We'll we'll see. But I know, I know, Kakushigoto is going to be fantastic, and I know Sing Yesterday for me is going to, is going to be fantastic. So we'll go, we'll we'll go with that. So mine, else? mine is villainous, and yours is uh, balance. Yeah, just because I like I said, Kakushigoto and Sing Yesterday is too easy. I'm going with something that is a little more unknown. Mm-hmm. So. Anything final? Any final words before we basically go off into a season that's going to probably kill us? <laughs> nah. So, so like, like if I were cr- super critical, because like I mentioned before, I think with this season, we're probably going to end up watching a lot of it together. Do you think you're going to stick with Glepner? Well, I don't think Glepner's going to be dark. Based I, off I, the genres. I'm, 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 yeah, that's, that's my, my only What's hope, the- because... Uh, what was it spelled? Glipnir. G-L. It might Glipnir. be G-R, but it's G-L. Ah, we'll look right here. Yeah, and even, even Wikipedia has action romantic comedy. I think that just first arc is dark. I think the first episode is going to be somewhat dark and the rest of it is going to be goofy. So anyways, I, I if I be like super critical, I can see us watching together Glipnir, uh, Atome Game, Yesterday... Uh, Kakushigoto, Apare, maybe Balance Limited. We'll see. Art, probably watch a little bit of Tamayomi. We'll see. We'll see how they they do on that one. The After School Embankment Journal, Wave, Listen to Me. We'll watch a little bit of Listeners. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see if it doesn't fully cool Chris away. Re Zero, uh, Kaguya-sama, Love Is War, Snafu, Sword Art, Fruits Basket. Sentence of Bookworm, Sugimomo, Chopkick on My Devil. My gosh. So was that, that that's, that's at least, us. that's at least, <laughs> that's at least 17 shows right there. That's uh, at least, that's at least, we usually typically try to watch about 10 together anymore, but I think we'll end up watching 17 together this, this, this season. So hopefully... And even one or two. No review of copies those. come to us. That's even one or two of please those. Please no gun. New, please no new Gundam shows from Nozomi Entertainment. Turn that. You know time. he's listening to us and he's going Sean, to send one. Kleckner, no. Kleckner, no. 
Um, yeah. Anyways. Yeah, I was going to say, even that is, there's, there, there's, that's a given, uh, that's giving a lot of leeway on some of the shows that we're a little bit iffy on, so. Yeah. I hope you guys are excited, and I hope that we filled your list to the brim with shows that you have to watch now, because you weren't looking into it, and now you know about it, and that's part of the fun of doing these previews, even though these usually typically take a lot more effort to put together. I know that people love them, and I know that people suffer because of them, because now they have extremely long you watch lists. You suffer with us Yes. Now. That's the whole point. I suffer to put together the thing together, and then we suffer together to watch so many shows together, and you suffer with us. Are you watching them? But uh, we hope you guys enjoyed this run-through of the spring 2020 anime season. If there's anything that you are excited about, definitely let us know through the forums on the post for this one. Uh, shoot a tweet at us, all those different ways you can get a hold of us. We hope you guys enjoyed this run-through, and we hope you're excited for it as we are, and you all take care. Oh,